0: Welcome to Couch Chats, your go to podcast for raw and inspiring messages from myself and other female entrepreneurs all around business and mindset. I am your host, Jess Williamson, an award winning business and mindset coach and a serial entrepreneur having scaled four successful businesses. My purpose is to help you unleash your unique superpowers and to build the life and business of your dreams. Let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode. I honestly love hanging out with you here every week on the podcast and Before we get into today's episode, I have some juicy things to share with you, but I just wanted to say I have so much gratitude for all of you that have left me a review on the podcast, on your favorite app, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to this podcast, but I wanted to just read out a couple that just made my heart sing. So, this one says, I've listened to most of Jess's podcast episodes and they are seriously inspiring. I learn something new about myself, mindset, or running a business in every episode. Highly recommend. You will absolutely feel inspired. And then, this most recent one I've seen is, every week I get so much value from Jess's episodes thank you for always being so real and sharing your knowledge. So reading these honestly light me up like nothing else. It makes my heart so, so full. And I just appreciate you all so much for supporting me and this podcast. And it makes me so happy that you're getting so much out of it because that is the whole reason why I'm here. (laughs) That is the whole reason why I put this out there to give you so much value and hopefully inspire you to take massive action towards your huge and incredible goals. So if you do enjoy this podcast, if you have ever gotten any value from any of my episodes, it would mean the world if you can leave a review, leave a rating and let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you. And if you feel like it, please do share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Jester Williamson Eight. I would love to give you a shout out right back on Instagram as well. Otherwise, my DMs are always open. I love hearing from you and connecting with you even deeper. So I just wanted to share those because I am just having such a moment of gratitude for you today. I wanted to talk about my dream home, how I manifested this dream home. If you follow me on Instagram, you may have seen my Instagram stories moving into our new home. And we've been in the home for about four weeks, five weeks now, and time goes so, so fast. There is still so much we're doing, just finishing getting it organized and all of that fun stuff. But this has been over a two year process for us. Anyone, Building a home in Australia right now will know that everything is delayed. So it was quite a lengthy, long process, but we are finally in our dream home. And I've got my pink front door, if you've seen it on my Instagram. I'm pretty damn obsessed, but I had to have the pink door and Chris was so on board with it. He was like, yeah, of course we can have a pink door. So (laughs) that was a win in my favor. But Chris and I have always dreamt of a really cute Hamptons home. I am just obsessed with beautiful spaces and I feel so much more inspired when things just look beautiful when you can be in a beautiful space. I have my own pink office and Chris is also an artist. So he has his art room and we just needed a lot of rooms because we have a lot of stuff (laughs) between the two of us. We had stuff while we were building We had stuff at both of our parents' houses. Chris had a storage locker. I also had stuff on pallets that my dad has a paint shop. He put the pallets of my stuff up on his storage area with a forklift and we just have so much stuff. It took us about four truckloads to move in, but we got here in the end. But I wanted to share this podcast with you today because there was a time when I never thought that I would have my own home, there was a time where six months into my business, I emptied my entire life savings and I did not even know. And you're probably like, how did you not know? (laughs) How do you just empty your life savings and not know? And for my whole life, I've always been a big Money saver. I've always saved my money ever since I started working when I was 14. I've saved my money. And then I started my business back in 2016, and all these amazing opportunities were coming my way. I was working full time on very minimal wage, and that was what was funding my business. And I arrived to work one day. And I went to pay for parking because we had to pay for parking. It was $12 a day, which is just ridiculous, but I had to pay it because I had to go to the job. (laughs) And so I went to pay for the parking and my card declined. And I thought, hmm, that's strange. Let me log into my online banking. And it was in that moment that I logged in and I saw that I had like negative money in the account. And I was like, how does this even happen? I don't even know where the money's gone, but I just kept paying for things and saying yes to things. And I did not keep an eye on that. And so I'll go into that in more detail, probably in another podcast episode on why keeping an eye on your money and, (laughs) you know, being aware of your finances is important, but that was a pretty good lesson for me to learn early on. And I was on the verge of breakdown. I was working 24 seven, juggling my job, going to New York Fashion Week, flying around, like doing all of the things, I had a massive breakdown that day. And so I emptied my life savings. And there was a time there where I thought there is no way I am ever going to be able to build or have my own home. But in that moment, even though I was at my lowest point, mentally broken down, crying zero negative dollars, and The thing was, I still backed myself. I backed myself 100%. I knew that success was inevitable for me. I knew that I was more than capable of creating the success that I always desired. And in that moment, with that belief, I pushed forward. And I went on to build four successful businesses, grew, scaled, sold them, And now I'm really get to focus on my business mindset coaching and helping incredible women like you just reach those new levels and really be expanded beyond reality for so long. I never thought that I would be able to build my dream home, or I always saw it as like a more of a long-term thing. You know, when I'm older, when I'm, you know, when I create this success, I'll be able to do that. Maybe for the short term, we'll have to just do something on a lower budget, right? But the thing was, Chris and I didn't want to rent. I have never really been a fan of the idea of renting and giving my money away to someone else for them to pay their mortgage. And something that I have never shared before, and I was actually really nervous to share it on here, but I've just processed a lot of things myself recently, is that before moving into this home? I was at home with my parents. Chris and I were both living at, you know, our parents' house until we built this home. And for so long, so firstly, the build took two years, way longer than we had expected. We started this process back in 2020 and it took us two years to get here, but I was living at home. And for so long, I was afraid of judgment. It wasn't that I was necessarily hiding it because if someone asked, I told them. Like people know that I was living at home. I didn't try and pretend I was living anywhere else. But I also didn't tell people. I didn't outwardly say, hey, I'm living at home with my parents because I was afraid of judgment. I've seen people, even friends of mine or people that I know doing reels or on their Instagram stories saying, you can't be that successful if you live at home with your mama. Like all of this kind of sassy nonsense, right? And when we think about it, it's like, who the hell makes the rules on what success looks like? And you know, I'm here to be real with you all of the time. And I was 26 years old when we started this build process. Before then, I had made the conscious decision to invest all of my earnings, invest my business, or just keep the money in my savings and make smart money decisions. So there was real no need. Like I wasn't ready to move out. I love living at home with my parents, by the way, (laughs) my mom is like my bestie and we just have the best time. She's missing me a lot. And there was no real need to move out. And when I started sharing this with more people, they were like, oh my gosh, I would have stayed at home if it was like A pleasant experience. Or I would have stayed at home if my parents didn't move elsewhere. Or, you know, there are so many stories of this. So why in society do we have this expectation that we need to have this picture perfect idea of success? And I thought that maybe, you know, subconsciously, because I didn't actually realize that I had this like feeling around it, that I was afraid of this judgment. So I didn't really realize I was not actively talking about it. It just never necessarily came up in conversation. But when I was at, on my retreat, so my retreat that I ran last year, which was so, so beautiful, one of the ladies, beautiful Claire, if she's listening, hi Claire. (laughs) Claire had asked me, so where are you living right now? Where are you living before you get into your house? And in that moment, I'm not going to lie. I can't lie. And I realized that I kind of said, well, I'm living at home and I justified it. I said, I'm living at home because, you know, before COVID I was traveling every three weeks, so I didn't need to move out. And I love living at my parents. And, and I, you know, I created all this. I was like, firstly, why did I have to back it up with an explanation? I could have just said, I'm living at home with my parents and owned it. But in that moment, subconsciously, something happened. And I haven't had that happen for a long time. But when we can notice our triggers or when we notice that we feel a bit uncomfortable about something, I went to the bedroom straight away and I said to the other ladies who were facilitators on my retreat as well, I said to them, that was weird. Like, why did I get weird about that? Like, I don't care that I live at home and no one else should care. And if they are going to judge me for that, they're not my dream clients anyway. And so, I'm sharing this, right, open and loud here because I want to redefine what success looks like. I want to redefine how we can be successful because for me, like I said, I loved it. I got to build my wealth. I got to get ahead in life so much further than if Chris and I had built a house three to five years ago. Now we got to build our dream home. We didn't have to scrimp. We didn't have to sacrifice things. We didn't have to do all of those things. We were able to build a house that we truly loved, that we are obsessed with, that we get to live in for the next 5, 10, 15, however many years we want to live here. And we have so much space and it gets to feel so good. And plus, why would I move out, live with a bunch of strangers in like a share house or whatever just because society says I'm meant to? That would be the real cop-out. Doing something because you feel like you should is not a reason to do anything at all. (laughs) But I know some of the most wealthy people, I know some friends or even an old neighbour of Chris's, he was like verging on 40 years old And he was a very wealthy lawyer who lived with his parents in a very wealthy area because he didn't have a partner and, you know, he loved to live with his family and it just worked for them. Let's change the narrative on what success and wealth gets to look like. Because to me, wealth is being happy. That is it. That is really it at the end of the day. Wealth to me is being happy wealth to me does not look like Gucci handbags and fancy cars. And to be honest, this is kind of a side note, but to be honest, I could buy a fancier car if I wanted to, but I'm like, "Mm, I hit a bit too many curbs. (laughs) I hit too many curbs and I would probably be afraid to drive it. So, and then I would probably just not drive it. And also I would rather put that money into experiences because my love language is like experiences rather than gifts or things. And so cars don't excite me. I'm not a car girl. So, you know, let's redefine what success means just because I'm not flashing about my Mercedes or my Gucci handbags or, you know, all these things online doesn't mean people aren't wealthy or doesn't mean people aren't successful or happy or all of that. So I wanted to just add that in because I'm always here to be super real and raw with you. So that means I need to share the things that make me a little bit uncomfortable to give you the permission to own your truth, to really show up and be who you are and claim that because there is no rules. There are no rules. There is no right way of doing anything. At twenty eight. I am now living in my own dream home with Chris, my partner, and it is beautiful. And I am obsessed with this space. So I'm here to normalize what doing, what works for you, because there probably will be judgment. Maybe you're like, uh, Jess, that's a bit crazy, you know, (laughs) not subscribing to that idea. Maybe like, hell yes. Then you are my people. There's going to be judgment, but I'm putting it out there anyway, because who the hell cares? success is up to you. Did a fine. Back to the home, right? <laughs> Back to the home. So it was a long process, long and very tedious. Like I was probably on the phone multiple times a week, chasing things up, making sure things were done properly. There were mistakes. There were so many things. And even once we moved in, it didn't stop. There are so many delays on all of the things, which I am totally okay with, but I like to just stay on top of it. And there were a few curveballs thrown our way through this process. Early on in our build, there were a lot of admin mistakes which actually delayed us 6 months. Admin mistakes, right? And that was so frustrating because then we got put in with the lump of everyone in this building boom, which then delayed our build further and then there was also a challenge when it came to our bank loan. So anyone that's ever got a bank loan who runs their own business will know this is a challenging process. And I worked with my amazing accountant, Drew, and our, our mortgage advisor, Chrissa, and they really helped me work on this. But up until more recently, obviously in accounting, it is best to reduce the income on paper wherever we can so that we get less tax, right? Legally, of course, but we want to reduce the income so we get less tax. But to get a bank loan, we actually need to maximize the income so that we can get a bigger loan, right? So I had no records of the maximum income. (laughs) We'd been doing some Things legally, of course, but to reduce the income so that I had less tax. And as a business, we had to show two plus years of records. And so there were some hurdles there. And then we finally got approved for our bank loan. And then we signed our home contract. We locked it all in, paid the deposit, did all of that. And then the bank said to us, We are going to loan you 20K less we're actually going to take 20K off your loan. And we had already signed the contract for the home, paid the land, all of the things. In a normal job, there is no way I would have just had 20K sitting in my bank to just say, no worries, I've got 20K, let's just add it on and no stress and we get to move on. In that moment, I had so much gratitude for my business and the position that I built it to, to be able to pay it with no stress. Because I honestly don't know what we would have done if we didn't have that chunk of cash just sitting there from my business income, because we could either then go back to the house Cut out all of the nice things that we had added on and probably cut out a whole bunch of other stuff that we couldn't now afford. Or I don't even know. I don't even want to think about what the solution would have been because 20 grand is a lot of money. But I am so grateful for my business that I was just able to say, no problem. That is not a worry at all. Here we go. Here is the 20 grand. And like five years ago, that wouldn't have even been a thought in my mind that I could have created this wealth and success in my life and business, getting to do what I love every day. And no, it wasn't the easiest path for sure, but it is so damn worth it. Getting out of my comfort zone, pushing through even when I hit rock bottom many times and doing the deep inner work to create this success for myself because my idea of success is having less stress and no money can't buy you happiness, but it does buy you choices. It does buy you less stress in situations like this. And so I was just feeling super, super grateful in that moment that I have been able to create that for myself. So there was that, there were a lot of challenges along the way, but the other big challenge was delays on fridges, furniture, delays central, right? Delays on everything. And if you are building a home or doing anything, just in general, there are delays on everything if you run a product-based business right now. But the biggest thing was we went and bought our fridge in February and they told us it would be three to four weeks maximum. And I thought, great, we're going to moving to our house in about three or four weeks. So this will be perfect. Three or four weeks passed and I rang up the store and they said, oh no, the salesperson told you the wrong thing. And actually it's going to be about two more months. And I was like, okay, this is a bit of a problem because if we move into our house, then where do we put our food? (laughs) Like what am I going to do? Get an esky and fill it with ice every day? I don't know. I was like, okay, this is a problem. What is the solution here? And now I want to share with you a story of how I've negotiated a free fridge. So I'm just going to tell you that up front. The drop at the end is a free fridge I negotiated. I thought, okay, we've already paid for our fridge. It's not going to come for another two months. We need a fridge to live with So I spoke to the people on the call and I said, okay, so what can we do here? What is a solution that we can come up with? And they said, no worries. This is after about half an hour on the phone, by the way, no worries. We can give you a $200 gift voucher. And I said, great. Thank you very much. Now what fridge can I get for $200? And they said, oh, probably just a bar fridge. And I said, Hmm, <laughs> I don't know if a bar fridge is really going to cut it for like this is meant to be our whole fridge freezer situation for two months. I, in that moment, decided to ask myself, what is it that I need? What is it that I want out of this right now? And I decided I need a free fridge. Because, firstly, I don't want to buy another fridge pay more out of my pocket to buy it, and then have to sell a fridge once we get our other fridge. Not a vibe for me. (laughs) No, thank you. So I firstly decided, what do I want the outcome to be? So I decided I want a fridge. I'm manifesting a fridge in whatever form, but I do not want to be paying anything extra for this fridge, right? It might sound crazy. And I just told my friend this. She was just visiting me earlier and she was like, typical Jess. (laughs) But this is the cool thing about it. Typical Jess gets what she needs, right? Because I asked myself, what do I want first? So I went into the negotiation with this. And every day is a negotiation, I will tell you. Every day you are selling an idea, you are negotiating with someone. After about another half an hour, I spoke to the manager and I said, okay, here's what I'm going to propose as the solution. How do we get a free fridge basically in more words, but how do we get a free fridge and make this happen? I ended up getting a free fridge that we're just renting. So we do have to return it, but guess what? We've got a free fridge to use We've also don't have to then hassle with selling it or getting rid of it. When our fridge is ready, they're going to deliver our fridge, take that fridge away. No worries. I also managed to get them to still throw in the $200 gift voucher. And for some reason, they just decided to give us a bag of dishwasher tablets. (laughs) So I don't know what the purpose of that was, but we got dishwasher tablets as well. And guess what the best part was? Guess what the best part out of all of this was? They thanked me for being so nice about it. At the end of this, they thanked me. Wild. It is just wild because I have learned how to firstly manifest, set goals, create the most direct route to get to my goals and do it in a way that is not pushy, do it in a way that gets the desired outcome but at the end of the day, they're thanking me <laughs> and they've just given me a free fridge. I have $200 voucher and dishwasher tablets and they've just thanked me for being so nice about it. So when you learn that everything is negotiable, you can create whatever success, you can create whatever reality it is that you want, any result in your life. But the number one thing you need to do is decide what you truly want first, whether you're goal setting in business, whether you're negotiating a free fridge, (laughs) whether you're, you know, doing whatever it is, you need to decide what you want first. What does success truly look like to you? What do you really want to create in your business and get super specific about it? get super specific about it because I didn't just say, "Hmm, I'll see what they give me and I'll just take what they give," which is what probably most people would do. But I was super clear on what I wanted and I put it out there. And I know how to negotiate. I know sales skills and strategies that I use to obviously leverage that and create that reality for myself. But the first thing is deciding what you want, having absolute belief that it is possible for you to have that as well. Because if I went into that conversation thinking, there is no way they're going to give me a free fridge and $200, then I wouldn't have committed to discussing it. I wouldn't have committed to putting that idea forward. So there is so much in this. And it's not just that Jess is lucky or Jess is pushy. Jess decides what she wants and bloody gets it, right? And this is what all of my clients know damn well, is that everything is negotiable. There is no rules in life and business, but we can use our mindset work. We can use our subconscious reprogramming. We can do the deep inner work and combine it with simple strategies, simple tools to create that success for ourselves. So I wanted to share that because although it was in my personal life, this is how I do business. This is how I create success and like crazy levels of success for myself because I commit, I know damn well, I believe in myself and I decide what it is that I need and want first. So that is kind of my journey, my story. There are so many different parts to this podcast and I hope you enjoyed it, but I wanted to let you know, if you wanted to learn how to really create next level wealth for yourself, to really elevate, to expand your inner world, do the deep inner shifts around what wealth looks like to you, how to call in and create huge levels of wealth and abundance for yourself in a way that you define. You get to define what that looks like for you and really work that through into your business and what kind of strategies you can use to call in that wealth then I am actually running a deep dive masterclass. It is going to be 90 minutes, possibly two hours of just pure value on how you can reprogram your subconscious mind, how we can shift through our money and wealth beliefs and even success beliefs, and really start to call in that next level wealth. So if you have felt a little bit stuck or even just stagnant at the current level where you're at in your business, in terms of calling in wealth and abundance, then you are going to want to be on this masterclass because it is super low ticket. The price is super low. And what I wanted to do is give you a gift on this podcast for listening $200 off. And now this is not $200 off a few thousand dollar offer. This is like almost 90% off, right? This is a huge amount off. So you can use the code abundance to get $200 off. And I will put the info in the show notes, but come and join me, come and hang out, learn how I did this in so much more detail than what I was able to share today, how you can create this next level wealth for yourself as well. I hope you have the most amazing day and I will see you on the next episode.